the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. David Ross is probably regretting his vacation at this point. Yeah, We'll we'll find out. I would not call it a vacation, (laughs) but good for him. Yeah. Good morning. Morning, Good morning, George. George. How are you? I am well, thanks. How are you guys doing? Doing very good. well, thank you. Mark, welcome back. Thank you very much. It's good nice to, to be have, back. Nice to have you back in the studio again. Thank you. Um, it's been kind of a weird month weather-wise. Yeah, it has been. It's it, been cool. and It was 51 degrees as I came across uh, Poway this morning. But at least the sun's coming out. It is. It's going to yeah. be a pretty day. Yeah, it's it's supposed be, to be nice today, should right? should be a really nice yeah. day. And I think next weekend's supposed to be Yeah, hot. I think it's going to be warm. It's going to be pretty warm, yeah. But I was looking. I was looking yesterday. I think the high in June Lake yesterday was twenty eight. Wow! I, there was I mean, a fair amount of was, snow up by Tahoe snow. in the High Sierras. Yeah, uh, the East Sierra. Which I guess Sierra is good, right? I mean, it, for, it is good. Well, the, the, I mean, I guess yeah. yeah, it's relative, I suppose. But yeah, yeah. Any it's water, any water that we can get, that is the anyway. Truth. The be, the better off we are, I would say. Yes. Um, I was in a talking about water. I was in North Carolina last week. Right, visiting right. my daughter man Lots is, of it, water back is there? it green back there it's incredible it's because they absolutely. all have drip irrigation yeah, yeah. on everything <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that's what it is but like like irrigation it, probably isn't even a big problem back there huh i guess the, it's not yeah, those, the irrigation guys well, you, don't you, have to you, work that yeah, hard you grew up back east i mean yeah, New York, we, yeah. We, yeah we planted our, our vegetables and stuff you watered in the first three or four days and then you that was it yeah periodically go, took over god yeah. took over yeah, yeah. It, Katie's house, they've got a, I, I think they've got a, maybe a quarter of an acre, maybe a little more. And most of it's lawn. No sprinklers. Right. They, it stays nice and Just stays nice and green and, yeah. all year round. Yeah. Um, and the forest, man, everything is just covered with, covered with trees. It's, it's unbelievable. But the interesting thing was we stopped at a, we stopped at a, a fairly good sized garden center that's not too far from where Katie lives. And, uh, man. I, I thought we were expensive. No, I hear you. <laughs> well, prices definitely have gone it's, up. But yeah. It's crazy back there what what they get for stuff. Um, yeah, you were talking about a peony. Yeah, the the Edo peonies, which are the ones that we usually sell. They're the ones that are sort of hybridized for hybridized cooler, for for for, for milder more, climates. Yes, milder climates. Milder climates. Yes. Uh, Monrovia grows them, right, and right. sure enough, they had some Monrovia Edo peonies back there in five gallon containers. What we would normally sell. For uh, ninety five to a hundred dollars was one hundred and fifty dollars. Right for a five gallon peony. Well, the shipping has got to be unbelievable. Well, they're right? shipping from Cairo. I'm oh, sure. Oh, still. I, okay. That's well, what, yeah, I, that's I what that, I'm assuming. That makes sense. Actually, yeah, shipping yeah. from Georgia. So it's not it's not that bad, but it's yeah, still I guess shipping everywhere. Well, I guess it's almost bad, yeah. about the same as shipping from. I tell you, uh, for, shipping from um, Oregon, Oregon down yeah. here. Yeah, but, well, that's a that's a data point that I can use when someone when someone asks me or, or looks at him and says, "That's really expensive," and I said, "Not really. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. all relative, it right? It Really is. Yeah. Although they had they had three gallon peonies, just the regular peonies. Yes, those were forty bucks. Okay. So, yeah. uh, although I was talking to um, Corey, our Monrovia rep, a couple of weeks ago before we left, and. He said that freight is just getting Un- out of hand. Yeah, and they're all saying that. All the drivers are all the uh, reps. He, he was saying that to to ship a 
to ship a trailer full of full of plants from Visalia to Texas or somewhere back in that area. He said, you, he said, we can usually put about $6,000 worth of plant material in, into a trailer, which I thought it would have been more than that. But, Correct. But, yeah. but he said the freight on that is 30%. Yeah. So, it, yeah. I mean, that that's huge. And even their local freight, which they didn't think that they were going to have to raise their prices on, um, local being from Visalia to San Diego and things like that, right. um, they're they're going to have to raise their prices on it. It's they they can't get trucks. They can't get drivers. Well, that's the thing: is the drivers are gone, and there's the trucks are gone. And it's yeah, it's it's it, crazy. It it really is. Yeah. So, yeah. Just but, trying to get product is is difficult. You know. Yeah, but it was it was interesting though back there. Um, got the amount of oak trees. There's just oak trees everywhere, um, and hollies, just uh, unbelievable, unbelievable hollies. I'd Huge, maybe, and, yeah. Maybe, makes me want to stock more hollies. Yeah, they're, well, they're they're really really pretty. They are pretty. When we're watering the garden or the the property, and we we look at the the water bill, and say, mm-hmm. boy, it'd be nice to live somewhere, or you can, where you don't yeah. have to do that as much. There, there are yeah. obviously there are advantages to living back there because you don't have to water as much. Gas mm-hmm. is a lot cheaper back there too. But yeah. The downside is you can't grow avocados and citrus and, and guava and, you know, and, and, and eat out of the garden all year round as yeah. we can here. So there's some significant trade-offs. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We went uh, we went and did just kind of a driving slash walking tour of uh, the campus at Duke in Durham. Yes. Oh, my God. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. And we, we one of the things that we had read was you, you got to go see the, the chapel at at Duke University. Okay. That's not a chapel. It's a freaking cathedral. Oh, really? It's huge. huge. Yeah. It is huge. I You're mean, not used to your typical chapel. No, yes. no. I mean, it doesn't, I've, I've never, I've never been to a, I've never been to a college campus like that before. It was the, the architecture and the buildings. It, it, it's, it's amazing. And, um, hmm. and the landscaping, it's, it's really, really pretty. But I bet that a uh, University of North Carolina, where the Tar Heels play, are better, right? Because you know, well, I don't like Duke too. Much. We did. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't check out the University yes. of North Carolina. Although athletic department, you're right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Fan, I'll but, take that then. Yeah. <laughs> Although um, we we did get we did get the triple whammy when we got there, which I didn't realize was going to happen, um, or we didn't anticipate happening. One, there's no gas. Oh it, yeah, good so, timing. I yeah, forgot about so, that. So half the gas stations. Uh, didn't have any gas, and the ones that did had long lines. Um, American Express screwed up our rental car, so we didn't have a rental car when we got there. Um, and we got there on Thursday night, and I'm standing in the rental car office. He said, yeah, they screwed that up. You didn't get a confirmation. He said, I don't have a car for you. I said, well, I'll take anything you got. He goes, that's a problem. He said, we don't have any cars. He said, I'm not going to have any cars until Sunday. Yeah, can I borrow yours? Yeah. yeah. And then it turns out that it was graduation weekend. Ooh. So I, I didn't realize how many colleges there were in the Durham yeah. area. There's there's a lot. Yeah, there are. And I mean, everybody and their brother was there for graduation. So I mean, it, it was, you had to the wait until the packed. weekend to get a yeah. car. So I did get a car on Sunday, but um, it was a, uh, it, it was pretty crazy. And then um, because I didn't know what that was going to happen with the gas, I prepaid the t- for a tank of gas because I didn't want to go drive right. around town trying to find gas and then waiting in line. Right. Um, and to prepay for gas, it was three dollars and five cents a gallon. So. I'm not going to complain about that. My no, my son and my son-in-law was complaining about having to pay two ninety nine a gallon, and like it's four dollars in, in yeah, San Diego, yeah. and he's like, yeah, but when you're used to paying a dollar eighty nine, no, it's the truth. So, I mean, it does. It does all things are hit, relative? Hit hard, yes. Yeah. All things relative, are relative. Yes. Um, but it, it's, it's a it's back, a, huh? it's it's nice to be back. It is a beautiful area, though. I mean, it, it and I mean, other than gardening, the cost of living is pretty cheap back there. Right. Uh, and it is it is a it is a gorgeous part of the country. I would highly encourage anybody to go back there and take a look around. Is it? Yes. Um, let's see what else do we have going on. Some of the stuff that I s- noted in the store, um, we've got quite a few different bananas in right now. I think there's about five or six different varieties. Of oh, bananas, very good. Um, which are they're, they're super easy to grow. Yeah, you they just, are. If you, you just get, need, if you can get them. Yeah. Yeah, you just need need some well drained soil, and they they do like. They do like Oyster. water, yeah, they and, they're, and they're they're a heavy feeder. I mean, they do like nitrogen, yeah. so you do need to feed them quite a bit. Yeah, well, you look at how much they grow. Yeah, you know, yeah. they grow um, fast. They they grow they, fast. Warm weather and moisture. Yeah, they, yep. they grow quickly. 
Um, so, so we've got one, two, three, four, five, six. About edibles. About about, or, about five or six different varieties of edible bananas in okay. stock, and I did see some Abyssinian bananas okay. too. The, yeah. The um. The red, ornamental that's the red leaf. The red, the yeah. red leaf yeah. ornamental yeah. ones. Yeah. Uh, and that that's a spectacular plant when they yeah it gets big. They get huge. The downside is that once they bloom, yeah. they're, they're over. gone. They're gone, and then you got a six hundred pound. Dead Trunk. banana, you got to get rid of. Yeah, uh, but they uh, they pup like normal bananas, don't they? No, no. Oh, they don't. No. I'm not familiar with. I've never grown yeah. them. I know they're pretty. But... They're they're really pretty, but they they don't they don't sucker like okay. a, like a normal banana would. Um, we also have four different four different kinds of guava in stock right now too, and the the tropical ones look really nice. They do. Yeah, that's a really that's a really pretty one. Start uh, some of the uh, pineapple guavas are all starting to bloom. Yeah, they, yeah. Have, they have a nice flower too. They're deli- you eat the yeah, flowers. Eat the, flowers. Yeah. the flowers are good. Yeah. Right, a very pretty tree. If you're shrub. so inclined. Uh, well, yeah. I am. Yes. <laughs> I have tried them. I, I I will admit that I have tried them. Um, you, have, you'll wait for the fruit. Even the fruit, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not big on it either. I'm not a I mean, huge fan of it. Uh, even regular guava. It's, yeah, yeah. I might have one. It's okay. Yeah. It's they they work well in smoothies with some honey. That's probably true. Blake's a big he, when he was little and he'd go to Hawaii. He was a big, big fan of guava juice. We used to love his guava juice on the on the way over. Yeah. Um, we've got some nice macadamia seedlings. Um, I think they're. I can't. Are they Beaumonts or Kate's? Kate's, I think, Kate's, I think were the yeah. last I saw. Yeah. Which they're they're really nice plants. They grow fairly quickly, but it's going to be and since they're not grafted, it's going to be a few years before they get up to blooming size. Correct. Um, and they're they're beautiful when they flower too. They're, yeah, spectacular. It's, Very fragrant. fragrant yeah, yeah, fragrant. Yeah. We had some nice all-in-one almonds too. Uh, okay, in stock. I don't think we had any, but yeah, I hadn't I hadn't seen in a while. And I read I read something interesting about almonds. You know, um, the almond orchards up in in the Central Valley are one of the biggest uh, biggest users of pollinators um, anywhere, and they have they bring in bees by the billions i would say to to pollinate to, pollinate, to yeah. pollinate the fields but i'd read that almond honey is not edible it it's for some reason it has a has a flavor to it that makes it un- they, they inedible they they can use it for for different things but just to sell it as honey i have heard that it's you not can't. palatable i it's didn't hear that yeah which which huh. i thought was which i thought was kind of interesting but and I I would have to do some more research on yeah, that, but we'll I, I had read that. that one. I had I had read that. Yeah, I remember you. T- I think you told us that yeah. before. Uh, persimmons. We got a lot of persimmons in stock now. Yeah, we have a lot of persimmons. Which um, mostly fuyus. Yeah, primarily fuyus. Yeah. We did have some hachias uh, out uh, yeah. there too, and we had giant fuyu out there as well. Um, but that's another plant, an, an, another fruit that's just skyrocketed in popularity. Uh, yeah. this year. Yeah, I, I can't. If, Again, you can't if, put your finger on you know, what's what people want. I mean, but all of a sudden, the popularity is unbelievable. Yeah, and, and if somebody was going to tell me how many persimmons we were going to sell this year, it would have no you're crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that doesn't happen. But I guess yeah, I don't know. We, we this year in when we started the bare root season in January, those were the some of the first trees that we went to zero on bare root. Right, oh, the and we had five or six different varieties, and they were gone. Yeah, yeah. they sell out pretty. They yeah. the bare during bare root season, they they sell out pretty quickly. But even just getting the container out, container stock in, and some of them are going. pricey. Yeah, and they're, they're going, not, they're and they're not, still they're walking cheap, out the yeah, door. Not cheap. Yeah. Um, I noticed uh, a number of the Monrovia fruit trees that we have in are are loaded with fruit right now. Yeah, that's yeah, that Snow the, Queen nectarine. Yeah, yeah, and those are those those, those I guess they're ten. Ten gallon, yeah, weird size, yeah, strange size. The ones from Monrovia, those are some of the nicest containerized fruit fruit trees trees I've I've ever. They are lush. They're full. They're very full. They they do a really good job um, growing those out. Uh, The other thing we have a lot of in stock right now is jujubes. So if you, yeah, that's something. Again, it's we we sell a a fair amount of them during bear root season, but it Mm -hmm. isn't something we typically get during the season. But Monrovia. Um, Monrovia had some. We got that's some another one, though. That like like Ken, yeah, Ken was saying with regard to the to the persimmons, it, it's one of those odd, yeah, draws. A lot of people come in asking for jujubes, yeah, and I, they want specifics, you know. And and because yeah. I I have a I have 
a Lee at home, do you have any Lang or Sugar or, or uh, GA8866? They're looking for a particular variety. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a big. Not I mean, a big I've fan. had had a few of them. Well, it, it, over you know, time. if you want, if you Apple want some, to give us some. Fruit. If you want some fruit trees in your yard that are low maintenance, yeah, those drought are, tolerant. Yeah, it, yeah. It, you know, that's one of them. Yeah, that Correct. and pomegranates. Yeah. Pomegranates, yeah. figs, and that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if yeah. you want to give us a call today, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. We would love to talk to you. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to be back with more right after this break. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. To the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. I learned my lesson well. You see, you can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. And we're back. We have more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, George Allman. Or David Ross is not here. George Allman and Mark Mahady. That was different. I got that that screwed up. Um, He should be back next week. Uh, One of the things that we've talked about a couple of times on the show, and I don't think I've talked about it since I actually went, was the Rose Garden at Verona. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a... It's a it's a hidden gem. I mean, you, you you've got to look for it to you you got to look for it when you're there. And some of the employees don't even know they have one. So, but I'll tell you, it's behind the parking garage. So when you get there and you pull up in front and park, you walk behind the parking garage and you'll see it. But the the roses that they grow are some of the most beautiful roses I've ever seen. And uh, apparently, the secret to it is um is the fertilizer. Uh, the fertilizer that David Lund uses and he swears by it. And it's from best. It's called mini Foss, and it's eight thirty fifteen, And we have, huh. and both stores actually have it in stock. Now it comes in a, comes in a pretty big bag, but the David Austin roses, I was, I'm typically not a big fan of David Austin roses because they, they're kind of gangly and yeah, rangy. His are perfect. They're absolutely perfect. Nice, compact, round, and completely covered with flowers, um, and I think it's the I think it's fertilizer. The fertilizer. I think it's that mini foss fertilizer. So I brought some, or I'm going to bring some home and give it a try. Give, give it, it a, a shot in my yard. Yeah. Um, it, about four weeks ago, I planted up. I planted up some tomatoes. Um, I think I used 20 gallon containers and two plants to a container. And I didn't have any grow power at home, so I, I had some triple sixteen throw. Sure, threw some triple sixteen in. I've never had tomatoes that look that good. I mean, they're they're incredible, absolutely incredible. So, I mean, Grow Power is a great fertilizer, yeah. and organic fertilizers are 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 great as well. But man, I I just cannot believe the results that I've had with uh, just a triple regular 16. triple yeah. sixteen. So fertilizers important. It is yeah. very important, regardless yeah. of yeah yeah. It, what type? What, or, yeah, what, yeah. What's the best fertilizer? The one that you use exactly. Yeah. You know, Capri and I went out last weekend as well to see David at the at the rose garden, and we had gone two or three weeks prior, and the difference in bloom is incredible. Yeah, it, it, it's exploded. It was gorgeous when we were there several weeks back, but it, 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 it had exploded, up and, yeah. and everything was was covered in blooms. One of the you know one of the most impressive plants that I saw when we were there, at least from a flowering standpoint, were was on the pergolas and it's the, the Sally, Sally Holmes. Holmes. Yep. Oh my word. They were just solid, solid flowers. Huh. Really, really pretty. I, I, I took a couple pictures of David uh, in the garden and, and I'll put them on our nursery Facebook page, uh, the Garden Talk Facebook page. Yeah. 
Uh, so anyway, if you're looking for something to do on a weekend or during the week even, uh, yeah, go cruise on out there and, it, and it's, check it's it out. worth it. They have about 390, almost 400 roses there, but it's the presentation. Yeah, as I had said a couple of weeks back, having gone to Huntington just a, a week before and seeing David's Huntington has a lot. They have four thousand roses, twelve hundred different cultivars. But the presentation at Barona, it outshines it. Yeah, it's they're just it, gorgeous. They they he does a he does a fantastic job out there. If you want to give us a call, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. You're listening to listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to go down to Otay Mesa where Bob is waiting. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Hey, I've got a couple comments I want to make, so bear with me. I'm looking my my notes over. Garden what? show for the last 20 years or so, and I went into the store this week, and I just found out you guys were on the radio. So I asked a few people prior to that, uh, do they know if you're on the radio in the Enterprise store? Uh, the folks didn't know you had a radio talk show, and and then we I have a lot thinking, of new people down there. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. And then I noticed your TV screen wasn't up, and I was thinking <clears throat> that might be that might not be a bad idea to make a comment. You guys have a talk show, although the screen is out of the way, nobody sees it unless you go to the customer service where everybody goes. So mm-hmm. that. And then I'm, I'm well. No, I was in a store. A lot of seniors were there, and I didn't see a lot of people asking questions. And my comment to that would be, uh, maybe in front of the store, you put a little sign, you, you know, the nursery uh, on what station you guys are on, right in front of the two doors there. Just a suggestion. Good one. Yeah. That's a good suggestion. Yeah, I was the one that made the suggestion about Ricky Nelson some years back and, and bringing on that garden uh, song. Well, thank you then for all of the things you've done for us. Yeah, and the other comment I want to make about the native uh, milkweed. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I talked to uh, Musa Nursery, Jose Cohen, he's the owner. Musa? He, he told me he has a lot of those uh, native uh uh, milkweeds, and then he said, "I says, well, how come you guys don't have it?" When I talked to Mosla three months ago, and she sent three down for me Thursday, and I got three, and I'm saying, "Well, how come you guys don't have them?" But then again, Jose was telling me he said, "Hey, uh, he's trying to fill back orders, but he has plenty of those native milkweeds." We ask every week. We ask every week. Yeah. So, that's- so if they're not shipping them to us, I can't tell you why. But we yeah. ask every week. We, we did get some in just the other day, but not from Musa. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we have we have some up in the Poway store. We have, yeah. Well, Jose Cohen is the owner of Musa. Yeah. Yeah, we know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and and then there's another uh, Native West nur- nursery on Saturn Boulevard, down here by uh, um, in the valley, Tijuana Valley, and I've I've got some of the. Uh, the milkweed, the, the narrow, the narrow uh, leaf milkweed. The native one you're there. talking about, yeah, yeah. And when I was talking to Musa, they told me that uh, the narrow milkweed is a little more hardy, hardy than the native milkweed, uh, than the uh, California native milkweed. Well, the narrow leaf is a California native. Yeah, yeah. So we might be confusing, yeah. but yeah, yeah, there's a lot of varieties out there, and they're all pretty easy to grow. Yeah, yeah, that's what I saw. I knew somebody down there in in that plant down there, and they gave me uh, two of the narrow. But you guys don't have the narrow, right? Uh, we, we do in Poway. We we did have some in Poway as of yesterday. And we yeah, did, and we, did we did we did have them in uh, Point Loma also. Uh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's I don't a very, know if it's I a, have them today. It's but, a very yeah. popular plant. Yeah, we yeah, and we and it it is we have standing orders for it with with all the people that grow it for us, and we can't get it right now in most cases. Yeah, well, when I talked to Musa, uh, he said, "Yeah, tell you guys that he has plenty." So anyway, just a thought. Well, I'm glad he's telling you that. Yeah, because they're because <laughs> they're not shipping it to us. Yeah, so, so. that's good to know that you know. Yeah. Have you maybe maybe, you, maybe you can order for us. 
I I am sure that we have. I I'm not the one that deals with them, but I I know that we deal with them on a we we, we get we have, order we yeah. get orders from them on a weekly basis. We we have a standing yeah. order for them. We have people on our want list, and we we reach out and try to get it every week. Yeah. Yeah, there was two people I talked to, Karen over there and and Jose at Musa. Okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, I'm glad I got you guys back. Well, thank. And, I think your website, oh, the website, I want to make a question. I went on your website, and I tried to find uh, uh, what station you would be on, and the only way I can find what radio station you were on, if I go up on the right-hand corner of your website and type in radio show, then it would show uh, the station you guys are on. I'll take a look at that as well. Yeah. So anyway, uh, appreciate hearing you guys again. Thanks, Bob. It's nice to be back. Okay. Have a great weekend. Hey, take care. You too. Um. Yeah, the you know that narrow leaf milkweed. Yeah, we, we have. We've gotten we, it from. We, we've gotten it from a couple yeah. of different people, but it, it's it's a tough one to find. And I know I've. Uh, it was two weeks ago. Went on the um, Moosa Creek website, and it showed that they had several hundred available on the retail side, and we tried to get them, and yeah, didn't ship them. So, I think they were trying to back order. Or, I, 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 I know, I know they, I know yeah. they were trying. I know they were trying to fill back orders because right. we were getting them in for we were getting them in for customers that had ordered them through, through Musa, them. right? But right. we couldn't, we could not right. get it ourselves. Correct. So, but it, then when we do get it, it's a very, very popular plant. Yeah, it, it we get as many as we can, and they sell but we do, quickly. we do have some not truly San Diego native, but Southwest native. That for, um, pine leaf, yeah, the one from yeah. Arizona, or whatever. right? Yeah, and monarch magnet, yeah. monarch magnet, and then there's the other one that doesn't have any foliage on it. I can't right. remember it's, which it's, one that is. Yeah, the, uh, I forgot the name of that too. But another one, it, and but those are both you know more native, if you will, than the tropicals. Yeah. Correct. Right. Yeah. More conducive to our environment. And you know, you and I were talking yesterday about about host plants. Oh yeah, for, right for caterpillars, which milkweed is a host plant for the. For the monarchs, uh, for, but for the for them to lay eggs and for the eggs to for hatch the, for, and eat, for right. for them to hatch and eat. But that's not the only thing that monarch butterflies will feed on. They'll feed on a lot of different on a lot of different flowering plants. Right, uh, sal, salvias, penstemons, pretty pretty uh, butterflies and hummingbirds tend to like the same thing. Um, so the, they'll feed on a lot of those. But the only thing that they will lay their eggs on. Is, is, is the milkweed. Yes, yeah, sleep is. Um, mm-hmm. And there's there's a big difference between a host plant and a... A nectar source. A, yeah, a, a nectar, nectar source. source. Right. Um, and I had mentioned to you when we were back in, and I know we've talked about it on the show before, but back in Key West at the Butterfly Conservatory, which is a must-see if you ever go to go to Key West, it's absolutely, the conservatory itself is absolutely beautifully landscaped and the place is full of butterflies. I mean, there's from all over the world. Um, but none of the plants are eaten because none of the plants that they have in the, in the, in the conservatory are host plants for yeah, the butterflies. Nectar plants, right? Yeah, so they're, they're just nectar plants. So the butterflies don't lay their eggs on anything. Right. So so consequently, the the garden is pristine. It, is pristine but it, it is loaded with butterflies. So it's uh, definitely uh, definitely something to check out. So if you... If you want to, if you want to grow monarchs, you need to get, you need to get milkweed, right? Because they they will they will on. they will feed on it. They will right. they will lay their eggs, eggs readily, and exactly. they will and they will feed on Not it. Not nectar. Um, but, yeah. We, we you, did a uh, we we did a post on our Wednesday wisdom on May fifth that was on having host plants and the different host plants for both the caterpillar and nectar sources. Gotcha. Because Ken, you and I were chatting with a customer once who came in and was shocked. Because she had butterfly, I mean, uh, caterpillars all over her milkweed, and yes. it was eating it. Yeah, and, and she wanted to know how to get rid of these caterpillars, and she was unaware. We'll bring we'll we'll continue with this conversation when we get back from this break. You're listening to K, er, you're listening to KCBQ. You're listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. We'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. 
There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. When I got to the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. David Ross has the weekend off. Uh, we were talking about... Um, we're talking about our customer who was concerned that her plant was being eaten by, uh, by caterpillars. By caterpillars, right. yeah. And she had milkweed and she... Was she was unaware upset that yeah. um, the monarchs were destroying it, um, but that's so that's, that's one, what they one do. One million, yes. Yeah, so that, one of the, the the posts that we had done for it spoke to if you if you want to have pretty butterflies dancing around your yard, you have to put up with caterpillars. Yes, and part so of it's, the game. it's part of the game. So it's it's important to know what if you want to attract them, what plants you can use to attract them. Um, passion vines, uh, the Gulf Fritillary, yeah. attract Gulf Fritillary, and we we actually have a. We have a passion vine growing in one of the planters at the front of the store in in Poway that was decimated by Gulf Fritillary caterpillars last year. It was it was growing like crazy, but there were, there were hundreds of caterpillars on it. It, it was amazing. How it is also grind. one of the uglier caterpillars. Yeah, it's not a great looking caterpillar. Yeah, it looks scary. Um, <laughs> although it's not it's not quite as ugly as the uh, bird poop cattle. Right. caterpillar no. that yeah. you find on that's, citrus. That's but citrus that trees, that's yeah. a that's a that's a beautiful butterfly that that. That forms into some sort it's, of swallowtail. It's a swallowtail, yeah, giant yeah. swallowtail. And then right. the other, uh, then there's the giant swallowtail that. Um, the, the yellow is, is it fennel? Anna, swallowtail? Yeah, or, it goes on, on fennel, dill, cool. parsley, yeah. and such, right? Yeah, you, you'll find that uh, yeah. there as well. Although, you know, we, we had a couple of we had a couple of the uh, citrus caterpillars last year, and they. Um, they pupated when right. it went in chrysalis form. And then they got parasitized, huh? Because so, they they never Something opened, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure enough, you look at the you look at the chrysalis, and on the side of the chrysalis, there was a little hole drilled in it. So something had gotten to them, which yeah, I, that I, happens. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's it, nature. It yeah, it, it, they, and they they do eat citrus leaves, but they are. I mean, it's minor unless you've got a baby, uh, you know, a small young tree. It's not an issue. No, it's typically, not. They, no, they don't. They, not at all. They typically yep. don't cause a tremendous leaf miner is far more. Damaging, far absolutely. more damaging right. than um, than the swallowtail caterpillars are. Uh, and speaking of leaf miner, now is the time that it, deploy you those traps. Get yeah. those traps out there, and if you see, and check the traps, and if you see the little teen, and it's Sprays. a teeny, teeny yeah. moth. I mean, they're really, right. really small. Uh, but you see those moths showing up in the in the traps. Now is the, that would be the time to start um, spraying with. Uh, Spinosad. You know, like, David's not here, so I have to play the part of David. I bought those traps probably about four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They're, they're sitting in the garage. Yeah, <laughs> still haven't put it. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, I have, I have they not. They work when they're in there. They yes. don't work. I yeah. need to get. That's what I'm doing today. I there we not, go. I have not. I have not bought the traps yet. But I. But I did. I did spray with Captain Jacks though. So six times a year. They're... Six times a year. Yeah, I, could, I should probably. I should probably hit them again. So um, they're they're growing like crazy. Right now, and uh, one of my tangerine trees, man, I'm going to have a bumper crop of tangerines come nice. December. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, I can't. We like can't complain about that. It's it's nice to get fruit out of the backyard. We, we had yeah. some squash last night that we didn't plant. It was a volunteer from the compost pile. Oh yeah, it is the largest squash plant I have ever seen. It I think it was radiated or something. It is massive, uh, and it's a yellow. Like a gold nugget or a gold bar, rather. Oh, gold. Okay, uh, okay. But they're huge, and they're, and the plant is massive, delicious. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and they got a lot of room. Those and, and and we didn't do any. We didn't plant it. It's 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 with one of the pluots or pluaries. It's just growing right there when I put some compost down. Wow. How about that? So you must have thrown something away. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, no doubt in the compost. Is, everything of... goes in the compost bin. Yeah. And so this just didn't just took off. Yep. So it's nice. Uh, let's see. What else are we talking about today? Oh, uh, we have a, uh, people have been scrambling for avocados. We've got a pretty, we've got a pretty good supply of avocados in right now. 
uh, as far as varieties, varieties yeah. we not, don't have not, we don't have a we, we're not real deep on varieties, uh, but we do have a lot of a lot of avocados. We did have we did have some holidays and some little cados, which if you don't have a big space, those are. Those are, both, those are both. Those are both real the good. Smaller varieties, yes. right? As, and speaking of avocados, our Wednesday wisdom. If you if you didn't catch it on our on the on the radio's Facebook on our radio show's Facebook page, um, or on the um, nursery uh, main page, um, you did a very interesting article about um, about avocados. Yeah, we and, yeah. And people people asking, do you need do you need male avocados and female avocados, or do you need two avocados to produce and the answer is no. the short answer is no. no the short right. answer is no, but it, it can be a little bit more complicated than that, though. Too, um, yeah. you want to talk they, well, expound they, upon they, that? George? An, they have an interesting sex life on on the if we can do that on the radio. Um, a lot of plants will will op- have a flower that's a male and a female. The flower and it'll pollinate mm. itself, or it pollinates the same plant. Um, or you get a male plant and a female plant. But the avocado is it has everything there, but the flower opens as a female first. And then closes only about two or three hours, and closes and then opens as a as a male, um, and it's just a, there's an A type and a B type, and it's just a function of when they open that way. And a, a, a mature tree has some million flowers. We'll have about a million flowers. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, it's not like they all open as a female one morning and that's it, right. and then you don't get anything because they open random over the course of, of weeks. So you'll have males and females by having an A-type and a B-type in your yard. So, for example, the A-type opens as a female in the morning on its first day, and then it'll close, and then the next afternoon it opens as a male. And so, and the B-type is the opposite. It opens as a... Male. No, it opens as a female, but it's in the afternoon. I got you. And then the next day it'll open as a female. So by having an A and a B, you increase the amount of male and females that are open at the same time to transfer the pollen. Yeah, and that that increases your your crop production. Increases production. Increases production, which I've heard is about about 10%, um, which if you only have – if you have one – if you have an A tree and a a single B tree, it's not that – it's not that much, but when you're talking about acres, yeah, of right, trees, yeah. If you're, trying to you're, you're talking number, yeah. about significant numbers of um, increase in uh, right. in in production. So, so but yeah, it, so it, it's an interesting it's an interesting flower, and and our Facebook page post really goes into detail far better than what I just did. If you want to take a look at it, you can see how the production can be increased. Yeah, it's a it's a a very good piece. You did and, a nice job on that. One. Thank you. And in addition, there's um two links on there one's for the university of california uh, ag ag department stuff and then the others from a, a just a, a great nursery website that has some good information and it goes through some of the more common a types and b type uh, flowers the picture that's posted is a surprise variety from my backyard hmm. which i think is probably one of the most flavorful uh You've avocados said that, yeah. yeah yeah my my parents have a holiday in their backyard and that's one of the that's one of the biggest avocados i've seen i mean it it's huge as far as, as, fruit, comes, as yeah. far as fruit is concerned. They are huge. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Uh, we're going to go down to Chula Vista where Alan is waiting. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Morning, guys. Fascinating conversation this morning. Thank you. Uh, hey, I wanted to ask you about, uh, like you were talking to that guy, Bob, mm-hmm. and he mentioned something about a uh, nursery down in the Tijuana River Valley. Is that on the Mexican side or on the U.S. side? I'm guessing it's on the U.S. side, but yeah, I'm not he familiar. He said Saturn, but I don't. Yeah. I mean, which is yeah, but I don't. I don't know it. I'm, I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with that particular nursery, unfortunately. Correct. Is it on Saturn Boulevard? That's what he said. That's what he said. But I don't know. You there? Oh, did we lose him? I don't know. At any rate, well, well, yeah. Well. Alan, if you have a chance, you might give us a call back. I'm not sure what happened there. Um, yeah, I believe he did say on Saturn Boulevard. So. Yeah, he did. So, but I'm not familiar with it. But I don't go down there very often. So, no, it's but it's been a while since I've been down there. Although I did see I, I they were I was watching the news last night and they were talking about an abandoned golf course down in Chula Vista. The Salt Creek Golf Course closed. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not know that. I I didn't either. It closed three years ago. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I guess I'm a little behind the times. Yeah. So that was a pretty, that was a nice course. It was a very pretty golf course, and it's mm. unfortunate to see it go. But you know the amount of the amount of water that a golf course takes, though. Oosh, yeah, 
man. Uh, let's see. What else have we got to talk about today? Uh, uh, Somebody's on the phone. Alan, are you back? Yeah, I'm still. I'm here. Okay. I don't know what happened, but you dropped off there. So we got you back. So what, Oh, good. So, yeah, it was the nursery was on Saturn Boulevard from what he was saying. Okay. I'll have to go check it out. Um, also, uh, uh, your, your discuss, part of your discussion was about milkweed mm-hmm. and availability and that kind of thing. And I think that was part of his conversation, that uh, whatever, uh-huh. whatever that nursery is, uh, they had some availability of milkweed. Yes. Sure. Yeah, it was. It's Musa Creek Nursery. As a matter of fact, you can go if you go to their website. You they they grow they grow native plants, and they have probably the largest catalog of native plants, I, California natives, that I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and when they're available, you can or, you can order directly from them, and they are shipped to the nursery that's closest yeah. to you. So it, you could have you could or, you could order from you could order stuff online from Musa Creek, and they will ship it to the San Diego store, and you can pick it up there. Um, and that's what a number of our customers have been doing with the narrow leaf milkweed. Uh, but like I said, I think they're, I think they are working off back orders more than anything else at this point in time. Okay. Yeah. The, the, uh, COVID thing and uh, all the disruption and everything is just, uh, affecting everyone. Oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. It is nuts. It yes. is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I had a second question and I, I think I asked this on the garden show before, but, uh, the, the answer wasn't clear. I've got a problem with Bermuda grass getting into Agapantha planters. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you mentioned something about a, a spray that will affect the Bermuda grass but won't affect the Agapanthas. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, Grass Be Gone is the is the name of the spray and it it's a selective it's a selective uh weed killer that kills only grass type weeds. It does it will it typically will not harm um broadleaf weeds which uh, even yeah. though it's got a narrow leaf Agapanthus is is right. technically a broadleaf plant. Okay, very good. I, I'm going to go down there today over to Enterprise, yep. and I want to, want to check it out and uh, see what see what I can find over there. Okay. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks Thank for the call, you. Alan. Have a great weekend. Bye. Are you going to be there, Mark? Bye. I will not. Uh, I was going to say, you can say hi to Alan. I would. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We need to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. To the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. I learned my lesson well. You see, you can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. People and we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. David Ross has the weekend off. Uh, you know, we, we talked a lot about fruit trees on, in, on the show today. And another one that's still la- talking about the COVID problem, the, one of the ones that's still lagging behind is, is citrus. We, yeah. We just don't have... Yeah, we don't have have any depth. We don't have any depth out there right now, and most of what we and smaller sized citrus is really hard to find. Yes, most of what we have is fifteen gallon and some, and some twenty five gallon. And that correct. We have some larger stuff out there, and 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 it's not even what most people want, like a Meyer lemon or you know, it's more of the moral blood orange. But we we do have some things, but not not very much. And that's another one that we we have. We have standing orders. We, yeah, we, yeah. I mean, it's not that we, we're not trying. We, we get what we can, and unfortunately, the 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 supply is just not there. You know, the, another thing that's that has just dried up. 
um, cocoa mulch. I was talking. Yeah, to, we haven't had that in over. Haven't a year. Had, had it in a long time. And I was talking to Chuck about it the other day, and he said they he said they don't even return calls. They don't even answer the phone yeah. anymore. Um, he said I he said I don't know if we're ever going to get it back, uh, which is kind of weird because I don't know what else you'd be using it for. Correct. So yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, shredded redwoods, another one that shredded has, redwood. We oh yeah, we've had our issues with a lot of different things. But and then shredded, yeah, shredded redwood yeah. was one, and um, the micro bark. Yeah, the, can't get that either. Can't, right. can't can't get it. It's just the big harvest we're running low on too. And I don't that they said that's a ways away. Oh goodness. Yeah, yeah. it's um, it's, it's funny because I mean, they said that they just increased their capacity like for fifteen hundred pallets. And they and they but they have all the capacity to put it there, but they have nothing to they, put there. They don't have the they don't have the, the raw materials, materials to put to, there, yeah. to put it together. Yeah. Well, because and, you know lumber is incredibly expensive, so true. they're probably not putting any. They're they're recycling everything into lumber as opposed to making garden mulch with yeah. it. Well, it was interesting. I I saw on the news the other day they said that to to frame an average house used to cost like a fifteen hundred square foot house to frame a house. The lumber cost for the framing was somewhere around. I think it was like fifteen thousand dollars or something like that, and now it's up to like twenty four or twenty five thousand. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I mean, it's not crazy. Even, it's, and, yeah. and plywood is yeah. getting insanely expensive. Well, as that's well. where all the mulch is going. Yeah, make yeah. plywood. Oh, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the strand board. There you go. Yeah. Um, hey, I, I've got an update for Alan with regard to that the nursery on on um, Saturday. Saturday. South, there, yes. It might be called Native West, and and. Mark, you said that there was recon. It used to be called recon. Yeah, recon. Right, and that's probably what he was speaking of. It's a native wholesaler. Right. Right. And that might have been what the previous caller was speaking to. So, Alan, that might be your answer. So, if you're down that way, you might check it out and and report back to us. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if they'll sell to you. I don't know if the on the uh, wholesale side, but you never know. Um. John from the San Diego Botanical Garden is on the line, and he might have some information about that nursery. John, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. I'm well. How are you guys? We're doing good. Doing good. What do you got for us? Well, as you just surmised, that is exactly the case. Native West on Saturn Boulevard used to be called Recon, and it is wholesale only. So okay. if they're going down to try and get plants, they won't be able to. They won't to. get them. Then don't, <laughs> yes. Yeah, but they do have two weekends a year where they do offer uh, plants on to the general public, but only two weekends a year. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, and and I'm not going to offer you guys any advice today at all. <laughs> I, I just I I love what you're doing and keep up the good work. Well, thank you thank very you, much, John. We you. appreciate the call and thanks for listening. You bet. Thanks, guys. Okay. Take Bye-bye. care. Uh, so looks like Bob is back on the line with another question. Bob, how are you? You there, Bob? Yeah. Okay. It's off and on. I'm I'm listening for about half an hour on the phone, and it's off and on. I, I'm here. I'm not there. In regards to the UT uh, article several months ago about the uh, monarch, the tropical plant, uh, are you guys, you know, it har- supposed to, the parasites harm the caterpillar. Are you guys going to stop selling the tropical milkweed? Have you had any thoughts on that? We have discussed it in the past. As far as the as far as the the uh, protozoa that that pathogen, ca- the, right? the, the, that's a pathogen, you can usually take care of that by cutting the plants down if they don't go dormant. And the tropical ones typically won't. I mean, they get really ratty looking in the in the winter time. So you can just go ahead and cut them back to the ground, and that usually keeps that under control. Um, but at at this time, the, and then there's also some question as to which one of the tropicals uh, are the pro are are they potential problem because of the articles that I have read I haven't seen any I haven't seen anything specific or or cited scientifically there there's there are some possible links but I haven't seen I haven't seen anything that is definitive uh, as to what's going on Yeah I have eight milkweeds tropical in my backyard and over the years, I'm noticing less and less monarch butterflies and caterpillars. Well, caterpillars. So I, I don't know, you know, if the plant is an older plant or, or is it the parasite? I have no idea. Again, hey, thank you for your information. Okay, thanks welcome. for the thanks, thank you, Bob. Thanks for the call, Bob. Have a great weekend. Um, 
Yeah. But yeah, to keep to keep the protozoa under control, just you cut it back. Cut cut them back every year. And, and that was the recommendation within the UT as well. The Union Tribune said, you know, if, if you if you have to have if you have to have the tropical, just cut it back by Thanksgiving, and that'll and, help reduce the potential for the protozoa to to develop and, and build up any kind of uh, quantities. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is true. Uh, oh, I happened to notice when I was out walking through the through the. Um, Fruit tree section yesterday. We have a ton of cane berries in stock right now. Raspberries, blackberries. Um, if you want to grow your own berries, now's the time to now's the time to put them in. You won't get any this year for the right. most part, but next year you should be loaded with them. And there's a new one out there that I hadn't seen before called Superlicious, and it's a blackberry, but it's a compact one. Huh. It only gets about, I think it said about three to four feet oh, really? by three to four feet. Our so, cane berries are massive right now, and they're just loaded with flowers and fruit. The ones that we had last year in five-gallon containers, they grew like weeds. I couldn't believe how much growth they put on just just sitting in the containers because I think they had been transferred over from the from the four-inch sleeves, right? And they just Took exploded. Yeah. They just exploded. Now, like I said, they, you don't get much this year, right? But all that's all that growth that you got this year Go is going to produce year. is going to produce like crazy the following year. Correct. So um, very easy to grow. Uh, and once they, once you get the fruit on them, pretty yeah. tasty, pretty, Very pretty tasty, tasty stuff. Yes, they are. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. David Ross should be joining us in studio next week. Well, hopefully, and uh, yeah, we'll find out how the uh, Grand Canyon was. Yes. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back with more Garden Talk next Saturday morning at six o'clock, right here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery.